Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondrea, co-founders of the Brownie Studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Welcome to Brand Led, everybody. This is episode number two. And today we'll be talking about uncovering your brand's big idea. Absolutely, we are. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> I think it's safe to say it's going to be a big episode, Lisa. So oh, tell okay. me. in charge of the dad jokes there. <laughs> so tell me, Lisa, in the branding world, what is meant by big idea? So your big idea is your brand's perspective on what your customer deserves to be, do, have, experience. It's a concept that challenges the way that things are currently done, and then it creates new rules for everyone, including your competitors. So Mm. I think it's best uh, to describe a big idea by giving an example. So um, today I've got one, uh, the brand Billy. Have you heard of them before? Yeah, not until I guess we started researching for this this podcast. So uh, they're a US-based company and they sell shaving products for Mm. women. Um, Sorry, that's probably not that interesting generally, but they aren't just known for their razors. They're also known for their big idea. So I'll tell you what their big idea is in one second. But first, Kane, have you ever purchased women's razors before? Yeah. Um, look, I, I wouldn't have <laughs> thought so, but maybe when I was in desperate need, you, you know, when they've run out or when you've asked me to pick, pick some up. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so typically, Um, they're just the pink version of a men's razor, only you pay more for it because it's pink. So Mm. that makes a lot of sense. Um, But, I mean, I've always purchased men's razors for that reason. I'm not really a pink girl anyway and I prefer blue. (laughs) Yeah, you're not really a girly kind of girl. Uh, Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing that's really wildly different between between men and women's razors is the advertising. Mm. So we see men don these full beards and five o'clock shadows in razor commercials, but when was the last time you saw a woman's hairy leg? <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> never. Bit of shock value there. It's crazy. Like you see women shaving their legs and they're already perfectly smooth. So <laughs> Double shave. <laughs> we know that women have body hair, but it's always been so taboo to show it in an ad. And all of this is really essentially saying to women, oh, you have body hair? That's not okay. And uh, you want a razor to shave it all off? Well, we're going to charge you a premium to do that. Yeah, it's interesting. I think um, more and more society is kind of warming to the idea of raw and real advertising. And there's now this shared expectation that male and female should be seen as equal. Yeah, for sure. I think um, that's kind of the context and it really set the stage um, for Billy to enter the market with their big idea, um, which is that they believe that shaving is a personal choice and not an expectation. Yeah. I mean, that's already the reality for men. Um, you know, men can choose to have a big beard or to shave it all off. Um, and why shouldn't it be for women? So um, that's basically the new game. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Billy isn't just selling razors. They're changing uh, the rules and norms in our society, well, they're hoping to. And they're saying that if you do decide to shave, you deserve a razor that's designed for you and not a man. Yeah, exactly. They've kind of re-engineered the way that razors um, are used by women. And they also um, they also kind of, I think there was a stat on their website saying how much more women actually use razors because they're using it on a greater portion of their body and maybe they're using it more frequently as well. So, um they also um, speak to the fact that you should never pay more for something that a man 
does just because of your gender as mm. well. So the the videos and the imagery really show women with, you know, long flowing hair everywhere. Uh, and judging by reactions on social media, people have either really embraced the change or been really grossed out by it. Mm. So either way, they've changed the conversation. Um, and if you haven't seen it, um, you can actually Google Billy, that's B-I-L-L-I-E, and Project Body Hair, and it should pop up. And we'll also put a link in the show notes for you guys to check out. Yeah, I think they also have a, there's a bank of, Project body hair images. You can kind of tell over free when I was <laughs> yeah. looking to upload, you know, to create the blog post for this. Yes. You linked me off to one. Yeah. So they basically, they're trying to normalize um, body hair uh, on very women. interesting. Yeah. So um, they're basically available for people to use yeah. in their marketing. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay. So that's a great example. So let's talk about how your big idea can fit together with other elements of your brand, like your vision and your purpose. Yeah. So if, Imagine you're the CEO of Billy and mm-hmm. you know that your big idea is shaving should be a personal choice, not an expectation. And then I suppose you would start to ask yourself, well, if that became the norm, then what kind of world would we be living in? And, mm. you know, maybe that's a world where um, female body hair is celebrated yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay. And so that, just to clarify, that would be your vision. Yeah. 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 And then you could start asking, you know, why is that important that your business shows up to communicate that message about body hair and shaving? Is it because uh, you want to transform the way that women see their bodies or something in that Mm. vein? Um, And I suppose that would be your why. And that's your purpose, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. And just to be clear, those are not Billy's uh, vision and purpose (laughs) statements. Uh, We just made those up. We're just having a bit of fun here, yeah. But um, that's the line of thinking that you would kind of go down, I suppose, to align your big idea with the other trajectory pieces in your your brand blueprint. So it sounds like once you have that big idea, it really gives you a guiding belief, you know, that can influence your brand trajectory overall. For sure. And I suppose... In Billy's case, while their competitors are, you know, over here having this conversation about adding, a, you know, a 10th blade or, or something 12. like that. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. I've seen 12. Um, they're having this real bigger conversation about body image and equality and it's just a totally different conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great example. I think, I don't know if you, I think you put me onto the book, The Blue Ocean Strategy, and that's a real blue ocean that they're kind of creating, you know, they're separating themselves completely different conversations to competitors. Definitely. So yeah, that big idea is really a non-negotiable. If you want to build a brand that people just don't want to buy from, but they're really excited to join and to follow, it's a real strong differentiator. Um, so if you want to be a brand-led business. Well, um, that's that's why we're here. That's why we're tuning in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You need so, that big idea. Lisa, maybe you can share with our listeners how they can go about, you know, uncovering their own big idea. How do they do it themselves? Yeah, so it's a bit of an excavation and a bit of a research (laughs) process. Um, The first thing I would do is I would start thinking about trends that are affecting your audience. So you can even uh, Google, you know, trends plus, you know, your industry and start thinking, you know, how are people's beliefs shifting at the moment? What's important to them? Um, How are their values, their beliefs and their priorities changing at the moment? And, um, I mean, COVID's changed a lot of things. It's really disrupted um, a lot of people's, you know, priorities. Um, So that could be something that's a triggering um, event, but it's definitely bigger than that. Um, So that would be the first thing is to start looking at just trends within your audience. How are their beliefs shifting over time and Mm. what's important to them? Um, And then the second thing would be is to think about what you feel really passionately about helping people with. So what do you think people deserve to be, do and have? What do your audience really deserve, um, you know, out of what you do, right? So 
Um, that's basically where I would begin. So the first one is look at trends, uh, feel, figure out what people um, believe in and how those things have shifted in recent, the last, you know, five, 10 years. And then think about um, what you feel passionately about helping people yeah. with. Yeah. Okay. Great. So what if you want to play it a little safer and your big idea isn't, you know, as disruptive as Billy's, you know? The, yeah. yeah. You, so they you? have taken a pretty bold stance. Mm. I think your big idea should challenge um, existing rules and norms. And if it does that, it's going to provide you with a big point of differentiation um, and make it harder for your competition to really follow you into that new territory. Having said that, your big idea really needs to be something that you and your team feel strongly about, um, something that you want to change because you believe that people really deserve more. Yeah. So would I be right in saying that? Um, your big idea should be kind of grounded by what's going on in the world and in your own community. Uh, like you can't just, I guess, go out there and create a revolution if no one else thinks the idea matters. Yeah, absolutely. So your big idea should really aim to change your audience's mental model um, or the way that they believe that things work. It shouldn't just change habits or preferences. It should really change how they understand and relate to the whole world mm. around them. So I suppose a tip would be to pick something that you really care about, but pick something that's going to move society forward in some way. Yeah, okay. Um, if everyone else has already kind of jumped on the bandwagon, it's probably worth digging a little bit deeper and finding some other trends to kind of um, unpick and unpack. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, great. That's the end of the episode. Um, I hope it's given our listeners a better understanding of what a big idea is. If you'd like some more clarity on this topic, well, we're going to be diving into some more juicy examples in future episodes. Absolutely. So if you like this episode, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes as they drop. And thank you all very much for your time today and we'll see you next week.